Hey guys, it's Rich. Thanks for hitting that download or play button. Our very own Jay Santee is stepping into the podcast arena with the Keefe to bring you guys the regular season sportscast. Tons of sports, tons of crazy commentary. Hope you guys enjoy it. With that said, I'm getting the hell out of here and I'm letting these guys get to work. Enjoy episode one of the regular season sportscast. Peace. Turning back now. This is what makes me. This is what I am. They actually gave us a show. Are you kidding me? Well, many have asked for it. And now it's here. The regular season sports cats. Don't hate me, hate the money I see. Clothes that I buy, ice that I wear, clothes that I try. Close your eyes, picture me rolling. Sixes, money falling, bitches, honeys that swollen. The riches, knives get in you. Most critically acclaimed. So we gotta play this like every show. Because it's so poignant to what it is that our listeners are gonna do. Especially with our opinionated asses. Oh, there's a lot of people out there hating. In the sports world, especially. I just, I'm, I'm just so, I'm just so happy right now. I can't, I can't believe it. They actually want to hear our opinions, and it's gonna happen. There's only one thing I could just do. I could just, I could just. Thank you, no, thank you, thank you, thank you. Keith, seriously, aren't you excited about this? Yeah, they suspended Tom Brady, bro. Oh, really? You're just <laughs> jumping into that. Yeah, I, um, we could cheer for that, bro. <laughs> this is, you know, he doesn't even, like, warm you up. He just already wants to get the Brady bashing going early on. Mm-hmm. What up, everybody? This is the regular season sports podcast brought to you by our peoples at the Big Brother Rageworks. I want to thank those guys, Big Rich, the boss. Thank you for hooking us up by giving us our airtime and the airwaves. And uh, hoping that you guys are going to join us for every week and listening to our madness and our ridiculousness. I am one of your hosts here, Jay the Red Santi. You guys know me from doing articles with My Take Radio, and I'm here with my boy, the beard extraordinaire, the Keith. Yo, yo. So what's going on, everybody? Listen, since he already uh, wants to start it, we're going to go up that route and bring up some uh, I mean, this, yeah. Brady news. Let's just, just, let's just, just open air. that door, let's right? So apparently now we have um, 
Mr. Tom Brady of the New England Patriots uh, wanting to uh, just go a little more deeper and just prove his innocence to the world. Want to stick his foot more down his throat. That's what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't. I don't understand. I, I really. I would have just let it go. I would have just said, "Listen, you know what, guys." Um, for your teammates, right? Yeah, just say for your team, for your for your Super Bowl winning teammates. They even from what was for your Super Bowl winning coach. What they were saying in reports actually was that they were going to even offer him the one game suspension. They went down. They, they went down to fifty percent, and yeah. then they were they were at that point where they were like, "Listen, if you just say you had something to do with it, we'll give you one game." And you know what? I'm almost positive they would have been like, "You know what? We'll let you play in the opener." And we'll give you week two. And then we'll back to business like nothing ever happened. Yeah, but then the other thing was, the only thing that he only, he didn't really have to admit it. You know, All you had to really say Yo. was to say, listen, you know, I didn't know. End of the know, day, the, the, the whole he could have said that a long time ago. Yeah. He could have basically been like, listen, guys, I like my ball a little bit softer, able to grip it. Who doesn't? I mean, hello. You know, it's it's the middle of December, January. I mean, it's difficult to throw a football. And I mean, and honestly, some people, you know, play the ignorant game. In many instances, we've seen that already. You know, guys playing, like, the, I didn't know. Look, I, the fact that he is a superstar and that he knows that in that own right, and he knows he's above a lot of everything else, he, he can get away with a lot of things, it, 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 it explodes his ego, and I cannot stand it. I, 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 you know what? You know what? It just blows my mind that he only got four games, even though you know a lot of guys do a lot of things worse. I can't sit here and say that certain suspensions should be a certain length or should be short or should be longer. But listen, with the track record that that franchise has, what they've done, their reputation. Oh yeah, I think that's what hangs more about is because everybody like, knows their reputation. I know he's a first-time offender in the regards of doing something wrong and the integrity of the league, but. You know what? There comes a point in time where enough is enough, bro. Well, the other thing is that you know everybody's worrying about you know, how many games the suspension was, and in, in comparison to what the other guys in the league are getting. Well, you know, you got guys who are abusing their wives, and they're getting such and such. They, you know, fans and people alike tend to forget that there's different rulings for different causes. Let's 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 let's, let's, let's but let's just say, for instance, like. You know, criminal court is different from no, you know, no, no, insurance yeah. fraud. Oh, absolutely. But there's still a severity in each one. But here's one. the thing, though. You know, like, insurance fraud for millions of dollars would be considered like a freaking lifetime fucking and a lot of people, like a lot, murder. A lot of people, you know, pat on the, on the bat that the fact that Roger Goodell doesn't do his job right. Listen, Roger Goodell took a job that almost all of us would take in a heartbeat, but nobody expected all his players to be beating their wives and to be shooting cops and to be running up and down the highways drunk. Nobody expected half of the people to be doing that. You know, Greg Hardy was throwing his girlfriend on a, on a, on a pull-out bed full of rifles. The only time I've seen that is in Grand Theft Auto. Hello. But the only thing with that is that, you know, let's be clear, there were instances where this was occurring. There I mean, were occurring. That is a serious like issue, but... But now we're seeing it more in a, in, in a bigger light, in a bigger scene, especially with social media exposing these players more. Uh, the way now that NFL is being is being put under the microscope, especially when it comes to these actions, and you know, with the, you know, concussion theories and, and psychological evaluations, they all come into play. So now, when you see stuff like this come up, and of course they're gonna, everybody's gonna have this freaking scope on them and want them to have heavier suspensions. The fact that they, like that. the fact that they upheld his suspension. Regardless of the fact that they were going to reduce it, 
tells you that somebody else besides the general public believes he's guilty. Well, and you know what? To bat your quarterback for this league to, to to have a rule that if you breathe on a quarterback, it's fifteen yards. For this quarterback to get any type of suspension, there has to be something in there that makes it that he's guilty. And you know what? The news that came out recently with him destroying his phones, regardless of the NFL Players Association has that rule where privacy, their privacy privacy settlement, regardless of the fact that he was hiding a cell phone or destroyed a cell phone, and he didn't have to give it up in any regards, the fact that he destroyed one. The fact that he has burner phones, Jason Bourne is, is in the movie theaters. He's not in, under a helmet in New England. I was about to say it looks like he's going out for like the Tom Cruise role, oh like Mission God, Impossible. Bro, this guy. They well, he does have the pretty boy looks for it. Almost vomited in my brain. When but I heard it, that. That, that was like the the, the nail in the coffin because it, it it pretty much just sealed the deal. Although many of you guys will say, "Well, that doesn't mean anything." In 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 many instances, that proves guilt. It's an, uh, it, the yeah. fact that he said. I will not go down to one game, but I destroyed my cell phones with 10,000 or, or more text messages regarding the situation during the time frame of the situation is an omission of guilt. So I don't know what he's trying to do. Well, but that and the fact that um, he really didn't have to give in his phone. He didn't. He could have just denied. He, he could have said, no, you know, you know what? what? I'm not giving my phone. In All that. he could have done was been like, look, he could have took his phone out. Showed him the screen. You want to see it? Here it is. Boom. He didn't even have to do all that. He he didn't even. He could have just. He didn't even have to pull the phone out. He could have just been like, "Yo, listen." Or this. You know what I would have done instead of smashing the phone? I do. You know, I live in a million dollar state, and I have like you know this lavish pool. Why don't I just you know bloop? Oh, I mean, have the you phone s- goes into the water. Oh, oops. It, it, he could have. <laughs> he could have just said he got lost in one of Giselle's um you know bra. Collections, lucky bastard. Or maybe it just went. You know, I had that. Yeah, that was me earlier. (laughs) We're doing this very early. You know how that goes. The stomach. Um, well, Goodell, Goodell. You know, I've been very critical of Goodell, but him upholding it is a big deal. Like I think his reputation uh, for the Ray Rice situation around this time last year was just just thrown into the woods. It was very, 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 right. you know, speculated that he could step down and people should, you know, come after his head for his job. And there was a lynching mob and, you know, he just handled it so poorly. The fact that he's holding, you know, this four games up and they're going to court. I mean, hey, listen, it's a quarterback. It's a, a fan favorite quarterback. It is probably the best quarterback in the league. Possibly the face of the league. You know, this is a face know. I hate looking at. You is this all because you're like a Jet fan and uh, this? Yes. Okay. You know, yes, there's nothing else. I never, there. I've never seen so much, much disdain for Tom Brady. I don't like him at all. <laughs> Can't stand him. I myself, of course, you know. I, I, well, you guys don't know. I'm a Michigan fan, and I was, which is funny. I love that. Yeah, you know, you're a Michigan. fan. I'm a Michigan fan, and I was, you know, wholeheartedly happy when he got before he last went to New England. Right. I remember watching him in college, and I just said, "This guy's awesome." Yeah, and I don't know it, why this guy is not going to be drafted so higher. Yeah, and I really, well, I remember my my my, my brother uh, and I uh-huh. was there. My brother was there, and he we were watching it. My brother from another mother, we were both Michigan fans, and we we're watching the draft, and we we're just waiting. And it's like, what the hell? And all of a sudden, when he gets drafted, it was just like, yes, finally. Then what? Yeah, he you, became this let, explosive let me, superstar. When he, wait. How long it took? It took a few rounds for yeah, the Yeah, yeah. How'd you feel? Deflated? Oh, oh, oh! I see what you did there. Ah, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Ah, oh, you, 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 I mean, you made it. 
Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, we got a sound machine, so I just want to fuck around with it. Oh, oh man. By the way, I just want to let you guys know, um, if you have any kitties, any children in the room, this might be the time to let them know that, you know, this this podcast, this sports cast could be a little foul with you the know, language. A lot of air might come out of this podcast. Oh, he's just going to go for those all, all those rim shots. But yeah. that's okay because as we can see, listen, um, listen, as, as he, long as Brady may be deserving of this, as long as we as long as we keep our heads on our, our, our shoulders and we just don't let enough pressure out, we'll be fine. Yeah, and get a grip of the situation. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Where is the rim shot? Damn it. <laughs> No, but seriously, um, four games, to me, I believe was fair. Um, He'll be back week six versus the Colts. How ironic. Are we not, am I not the only one here who smells some type of script? Seriously, bro. Who, who, who makes well, we, that up, bro? Well, we already know that that's going to be a Sunday night game. To those who if don't know, night, to those who don't game. know, the deflate gate happened in the playoffs against the Colts. They, were, they will be returning against the Colts week six. For a Sunday night primetime game for the world to watch. I- I'm telling you, this is must-see TV, guys. This is absolutely amazing. This is why we watch the NFL. And the, and this is why I'm saying, why doesn't he just let this play out? Let the backup come in. You know? Get- Jimmy Garoppolo. Name drop. Garoppolo. I hear, I hear he's not that bad, man. Sounds like it, sounds like it comes with a side of gazpacho. Oh. With, oh. with a little bit of guaco. <laughs> but with... With him coming in, get him prepped for, for, for preseason, let him come in for the four games, and then, you know, I really let's hope, see what happens. I really hope this is nothing like how Brady came to fame when, you know, my Herald Jets knocked out, um, what's his name? Bledsoe? Bledsoe, there you go. When we knocked out Bledsoe, then, you know, scrawny Tom Brady came in, nobody expected what I out. did because I was a Michigan hopeful thing. So hopefully, hopefully Goodell doesn't eat his mouth and Garoppolo doesn't take the fame. Make the blue and maize proud. I really don't hope. I, I really don't hope this is like not a recurring theme at all. Well, you know, you you would think that if that would happen because it's not like Brady's job is going to be in jeopardy. Oh no, even absolutely if, not. Even, but even listen, if he goes four and zero. It doesn't like, even matter. I mean, you, you, father time. You know, in a few years, Tom yeah. Brady's probably going to hang him up, and they'll have a beautiful backup. You know, waiting and then. They will be in a great situation, and yeah, Belichick could keep coaching as long as he wants. You know, but for him to like stretch this out longer and longer, you know, the the thing is that you're going to court and you're trying to evade the process of being suspended, and you're trying to evade the the time frame of being suspended. Mm-hmm. But the NFL signed the CBA a few years ago, right. collective bargaining bargaining agreement, saying that any suspension can be overlooked. Appealed by an arbitration. Right. And any arbitration can be held by a professional arbitrator. And at the end of the day, there is some lingo in the CBA saying that the arbitration process can be picked by Commissioner Goodell. And he himself, being a lawyer, can be the arbitrator. And he decided to be the arbitrator in this appeal process. So uh, uh, a a, a judge can easily sit there and say, well, your boss reviewed your situation twice and he said, you messed around with evidence. You didn't comply. You were defiant. And you know what? You deserve a punishment. But, you know, we had Robert Kraft. It, but th- this is the thing, though. You, you, you push back the fact that you're going to get suspended. You're, 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 you're 
jeopardizing your team, and mm. you're possibly going to get suspended in December and January, which is worse because we all know they're going to make the playoffs. Right, right. And you're going to miss four big games, and those games could be playoff games. That's what I'm saying. They could you're, actually, not, you're being selfish. Right. He could That's be, the type of guy be, he is. He could be getting hurt, you know, and hurt. I mean, hurting the team towards the end of the season. It's horrible, bro. Yeah. It, it's like, and you know what? I love it, but then I, 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 I know in the back of my mind, like a good friend of mine. He he said it, and it's true. The Patriots have some type of sorcery going on. Like <laughs> seriously, they signed Harry Potter to like the GM position, and like Garoppolo is gonna have an amazing year. Well, like, it, they made Matt Castle look amazing. But uh, check that it's like I'm, I, you know, Robert Ka- uh, Robert um, Robert Kraft came on yesterday, and you know he he he's out there he making bashed, a press conference. He, he bashed, bashed the NFL, the bashed NFL. the Goodell, he said and he all. has no faith in the NFL. And my my you know inquiry about what he was saying was. NFL has brought to light, you know, the you know the evidence in which this was done. You guys at the Patriots are saying that this wasn't though; it wasn't done. Where's your evidence proving that it wasn't done? Like what? Like where? Where is it? Where? Where? Where can you counter counterpart and counter? The thing is about that is that Brady has one Brady and and, and Kraft and the Patriots. They have one argument. And, and, and this is probably the only argument, the only leg they have in court. They basically are saying, oh, well, you guys had a policy in place, but you didn't have rules for it. That's like the Major League Baseball. Yeah, right. we had a drug policy in place, but we weren't testing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we have a, a policy in place for the for the balls being inflated or deflated, right. but we don't test the balls. Right, because these you know rules, these, these you're making these rules had, up as we go. Right, these rules were supposed to have it. Come into play possibly less than a week ago, and it, it, it's 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 a viable argument that you can squirm around. Right. The right. fact that you're not making a point, but you're squirming around the fact that you still messed around with the deflation of the football. It reminds me of the softball league that I once ran a few years ago. It was like the rules were changing at any time. Really? <laughs> thank you. No, no, please, no applause. Thank you. No. Shots <laughs> fired. I guess. You know. Wow. So um, took the air out of that one. <laughs> Wait, I've been dying to use this one. No rim shot. So, <laughs> with 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 what 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 are you forecasting for Brady in the next couple of weeks? Like, what do you what do you see? This is the, the outcome. He's gonna, gonna be. be he's gonna be there week one. He's gonna he's gonna get his his probably two or three reps drives mm-hmm. in in any preseason game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna really push Garoppolo to play in the preseason. They want to make sure he's ready. Right. They know he's not ready. They they probably can you know game plan for something else, a foreseeable future with a suspension, so they can have a viable replacement. But right. Brady's gonna be the week one getting his ring. Okay. Brady's gonna be there against the Steelers. Do you think that's what it's about too? That they want him to get that ring. Listen, and, and the that's NFL. What all it is. The NFL has lead me to believe that anything is possible. And if there's a storyline written somewhere that they all planned this out in some weird world that they just want Brady there week one for the ratings. You know, because they play Jacksonville, I believe, week two. Like, yeah. woo-hoo, ha-hee-hoo. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> blah boo 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 be. Like, let's just focus on week one. As long as he's there week one, you know, he'll be he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be happy and whatnot. He still has to deal with this litigation process. Yeah. The thing, but here's my it's thing. dragging like, out for too long. You didn't want no admission of guilt, but you're going to court. Yeah. You're destroying phones. That's our, those are admission of guilt. But that's what I'm saying. I just can't... take the suspension. Act. Listen, I would have fought to the death with Goodell and been like, listen, just reduce it to one league, game. The league and, and its fans are Look, forgiving. Yeah, just reduce it to They're one game. Forgiving. Just reduce it to one game, but let me be there game one. Right. Give me any other game. Preferably week two against the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Because we all know I can win with 
being the quarterback for the Patriots against the Jacksonville and Jaguars. The, and I'll be the wide receiver. No, I'll be the tight end. I prefer to be the tight end. Ew. Oh, hello. <laughs> but the point is, is that you're just making it worse in the long run. If you're going to repeat as Super Bowl champions, it's possible that your best player won't be on the field. Right. So, I, you know, we can only see what's the forecasting of what Mr. Brady has. Because to me, I'm thinking that. Probably a week or two down the line, you just got to throw in the towel. I mean, there's no more. And then now that, to, now, that, now that Minnesota's court has now moved over it over to New York, New York's court, which is basically saying, "Listen, we don't want no part of That's this." That's basically shit. guys from out there who don't know how the litigation progress goes. When you bring the court process to New York, which is the home field for any lawyers going with the NFL, it's bad news for the player. Yeah, and there's 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 nothing worse than coming to New York and knowing your ass is guilty. So imagine a New England Patriot player coming to New York. I hope the judge is a Jet fan. <laughs> He'll bang the gavel and it's green. I hope the, ju- the, the, the judge just gives him like three extra games. Right. Just for, <laughs> for the hell of it. And just for being good looking and married to a model, you get three extra games, you dick. Yeah. But like, hey, I went to Michigan with you. You never gave me a high five. Dick. <laughs> Speaking of which, since we're on football right now, we're talking about the Patriots. Uh, let's go around. You want to go around the horn for the AFC and just uh, give some predictions and see what we got going down there that way? Um, well, I predict nothing good for the Patriots. Oh, stop it. <laughs> and well, AFCs, who, who, who do you have as a shock? Now, well, it, well, depending on the, the suspension. Yeah. We're saying if the suspension starts week one. Let's say it starts week one. Okay, so I still think they can get out of there with like a 2-2 two and two record. Right. And... Um, that's still good news for them because right. if you're getting Brady back only after four games, I mean that's just that's just like that's just like a jolt to every other player. You'll be fine, and everybody will be on page, and I think they'll just be fine. Um, but the thing about the AFC East, I am a Jeff fan. I try not to be biased. Um, I have us doing relatively good. I have us in the, like between the eight and ten win range. I may be a little bit too high. Because we have no quarterback situation. Our quarterback situation is very up in the air. I love our defense. We probably will have a top five defense this year. Back to jet football the way it is. Um, the Dolphins. I like the Dolphins. I like their roster. Getting Sue is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Tannehill has to take that next step. Um, they can possibly run for that division. They have weapons for Ryan Tannehill. They have a good run game. Sue being in the middle clogs up, makes everybody's job a lot easier. Um, they can push for about 10 wins as well. Um, the Bills, they have a, a hellacious defense. They have a hellacious defensive coach. And they have Rex. They have Rex there. Yeah, yeah. They have a good running back. But the thing is, you have nobody throwing the ball. You have EJ Manuel throwing the ball. I heard That's, you were trying out next week. I know. Um, it's around 8 o'clock right now. I want to come down and see the tryouts. <laughs> I heard I look good in red and blue. Yes, you do. Them, them white pants. Mm. But the thing is, they have. It's crazy. They have weapons. For, they have receivers. They have a fine tight end. They have a running game. They have a hellacious defense. But they just have shit at quarterback. Sorry about that. They just really have. Right? Yeah. I know. Fifteen yards. Right? Right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, they. they <laughs> but you know what? That's what happens when your name is EJ Manuel. Boom, boom, boom. With that whistle, we're gonna close that part of football because we're gonna go back to it later on in the show. Uh, what we're going to do right now is give you guys a little plug spot here. This is where we just want to let you guys know that uh, 
We love y'all, and we're hoping that you guys are absolutely the show coming on, and we're absolutely. hoping that you guys be part of the show every week that we throw it down. The regular season sportscast, and, and with for, for Chase Anti and the Keith. Yeah, amen to that one. Underline uh, and the you know Keith, exclamation the, mark. The young cub who knows it all. <sighs> I try my best. He's doing what he does best. Hey, and just for the record, if you are a New England Patriot fan, it's okay to hate this show. <laughs> it's fine. Just download it. We don't even care if you listen to it. Just download. I mean, show. it's okay to hate the show. I, 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 I truly, truly do not like you back. It's what, okay. What, what, you know, even, even much so. Since we were talking about cheaters, that's what, that's what pretty oh, much. Hey. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, oh, tagline and, and that's plug it, there. Huh? Little, little, little uh, segue into the well-known cheater of baseball, oh. Mister, Mister Alex Rodriguez and himself. Fabio. Miss, oh, <laughs> Fabio. Have you seen his girlfriends? They're not that bad. Man. Which one? <laughs> Which one of the many, you son of a bitch? You. I mean, look. He just turned 40. Congratulations. God bless. What? Yes, he God turned bless. 40. God bless you, Rod, man. You turned 40. You've been through a lot. Um, you're wealthy until the age of 140. Um, you can probably do anything you want in this world. So and- he should go up to like the last game of his season, of his, of his career. He should just go up to the plate. Just a jock strap and just have all the women just like throw their panties into the field. You're disgusting, bro. <laughs> you know what? If or he does just, do it's that, just, it's just me if dreaming. He, if he does do that, we may see the needle marks. Oh, we just might. We may see the needle marks. Or the free, or the or the, the the steroids. It's yes. <laughs> you might have a tattoo. P L P D. L P D. But I give credit to where credit is due. The man is. Yeah, he's having a great year. He's having a hell of a year. This is a this is like one of those. Ter- they won't give him MVP. I don't believe they'll give him MVP. They won't give him comeback player of the year. I think they would. I really think they would. Well, the thing about giving him comeback player of the year is you're giving an award to a player. He's coming back from lack of steroids. Um, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Your self-inflicted issues, you know? It's it's kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand if the steroids, like, had him to a point where he couldn't perform and he had to come back from that. But the steroids helped him and he was fine last year. Right. And he got suspended and all this other nonsense. But he's coming back from something that he did, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he was, like, in any other situation, I can get it. But it's just, like, they hate him. The, the baseball aficionados don't like them. Yeah. The writers hate them. I hate them. Let's get that yeah. out there. Let um, me just put it out there. If there's anybody, any any figment of what you know sports is that I despise, you have a thing with Brady. I am. I loathe the Yankees. I'm. I don't know, like the Yankees either. Anything. I mean, for the record, we're doing this podcast in a Met room. It's freaking awesome. This is the if, first time I've been in here. It's actually you, blue and orange with Met paraphernalia yes, everywhere. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So there is. I mean, ser- there I mean, is nothing pinstripe in here. I'm, I'm wondering if like he has like Met condoms somewhere ducked away. I am wearing a Met shirt. Oh, okay. My own Met jersey. Are you wearing a Met condom? Well, you know. Let's just leave that for the oh, okay. for the for the, for the, the, for the nightcap. <laughs> no, yeah. So if there's anything that, but you know, I'm fair to say that. You think like, he's still using? Uh, to be a dick, I would say yeah, but uh, to be honest, no, I don't think so. I I, I think. I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He's ripping, bro. Listen, I wouldn't he's be. He's kicking I ass. I can't say. I can't lie, man. Listen, I don't like him, but he's you killing. You can be surprised by a lot of things, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think so. I, I think. I hope not. For his own sake. I think he sat there and he put two and two together, and I think he just realized because you know we he's all, talented. He doesn't need none he's of that He's a talent, stuff. and he's he's such an ego driven bastard. And he knows that he can. You know, he's like, I, I, I remember. Shit, I can do it without. I remember reading. Um, a book by um, Joe Torrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot the name of the book. I apologize. But uh, there was a story about him in training camp. How every they had like this stand of donuts. They had a stand of cupcakes. And they had this stand of um, coffee. Mm-hmm. And all the players were at the dugout. They go out the dugout to the field. And, you know, they get their breakfast whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody was sitting in the dugout. And he sees everybody going to the stand, getting their food, and coming right back. So a decides to ask somebody, yo, go get me coffee and go get me a muffin and go get me a donut. Mm-hmm. And of all the people you're going to go ask, you ask the coach, the manager. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have some balls to do that, bro. Yeah, why don't you just ask Jeter? You know? Anybody I mean, you, yeah. you go and ask. And, and, and Joe Toy, right? He couldn't believe he asked him that. And you know, he went, he got him his donut, he got him his cupcake, and he got him his coffee. That's that is gold. I mean, he he knew how to control Eagles, so let's just put it like that. But uh, a Rod, he's 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 he really is having an amazing year. Um, the thing that I want to ask you though, you know, what if he played on your favorite baseball team? How would you feel about that? Um, what do you mean? As in, as in it, like today? I, I mean, if he wasn't a Yankee, now? if he was on your, if, if, if he, he was, went through if he everything, because I'm a I'm a Met fan. If, if he, he was went, a Met. And went Lord, the I'm a Met fan too. You're making me throw up in my head. Yeah, I know, right? It's just the, these trials and tribulations. Well, if he was a he Met, I tell you what, he was supposed to be a Met about three times. Right? Yeah, they it's were ridiculous. Um, and that's another story. Yeah, the yeah, World Ponds uh, really know how to screw Lord. a deal up. Um, if the if the fact that he was on your team and he went through all the things he went through with the steroids, and he then he comes back and have a has a year like the way he's having this year, right? Like, how do you how how does that are you a baseball fan first? Are you a fan of your team first? Are you an A Rod supporter? How does that work to I the think, base to the baseball fan? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, it, for, for what I see, you know, you know, for the past few years, baseball had went do down a, a slippery slope because you know they were losing on an audience and such like that. And uh, now with this resurgence, and once again, I you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. It's due because. Apparently, whenever the Yankees start getting hot, everybody's become freaking baseball fans. You again. see that, right? Which is they it, call out the gutter. It's so obnoxious and annoying to know, but it you know whatever's good for the they, business. They come happens. from all yeah, places, they bro. They, they out of cracks on the floor, bro. It's ridiculous. Like, I always think like Orlando, Florida is like the second Bronx because <laughs> <laughs> everybody everybody down there is like a Yankee fan. Lo junkie, lo junkie, lo. Playing Kissimmee. But I think like this for this resurgence, like for what A Rod is doing for baseball right now, and, and and not only him. You got you know the guys like Trout. You have uh, Harper. You have guys of yeah, that magnitude. There's a lot of young talent. You know, right? like young guys out there who's actually bringing the game back to the forefront, which is needed. I I wouldn't I I wouldn't hold it against him for this season. I mean, of course, I would always. Say that A Rod's a like fucking cheetah. Forgive, forget type thing. I, I wouldn't forget. You can't forget it, but you, you, you know, well, you, 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 get couple, you get a couple of wins under you the We're over five. Yeah, we're over five hundred. You acclimate to it, like I don't yeah, forget. But no. hey, you know, is it is it is it more more about yeah. the fact that he's wearing the colors of your jersey? Yeah, I, yeah, I could be impartial that way by saying yes, yeah, it's, it's that. You know? But it's also no. But also to be honest, it's also about bringing back 
baseball to what it's supposed to be, which is you know a fan a fan friendly game. You know, baseball is one of those games that's not really difficult to learn. You know, you can just know that you throw the ball, you hit the ball, whatever you do. Hey, yeah. And you put needles lose, in yeah, your ass. Yeah, yeah you, know, you, you freaking get bulked up in one year and your head grows into the size the of a freaking hot mm-hmm. air balloon like mm-hmm. Bonds. But even so, like these are these were the elements that people enjoyed. And I'm thinking that you know, with the resurgence of, of, of A-Rod, the Yankees, and these, you know, these teams that are... He has are a few years it. left on the contract, too. Yeah, so, so it's like more to come. And also maybe the possibility of, if, is he still in the hunt? For you know the home, the home run, run don't, the king yeah. home run yeah. home run title. If he plays the way he's been playing, if he just you know escalates year year by year, but not by too much, he could play until he's well into forty five. I gotta give him credit though. Yeah. I mean, listen, I didn't expect this. I did not expect. No, this. I didn't either. I really I didn't, didn't see it coming at and all. At and all, he's all. he's had runs that you know you get games that he just. Fire! He's getting two home runs. I know, I know, I know. Like like four. It's kind of like it's funny because it's like I'm a huge baseball fan, but not like how I used to be. Yeah, and it's like you know my Mets are doing their thing, and you know I try my best to keep up with the Mets, but it's like every time I look, it's like a home run here, four RBIs here, three. I'm like Jesus Christ, bro. Like it's not the greatest year ever, but it's just like you know for his age, yeah, you know for what he's went he he missed the year off. He's a he's a sports center highlight every I night. Know, yeah, and, you gotta and, give him credit. and you mentioned earlier before the mics went hot. You, you mentioned you said the best way now that we watch baseball is through highlights and through sports. Center I know it is. It's it, unfortunate, it is. but it's true. It is because you really can't spend you know three, four, five hours in ninety degree heat. Watching something move at, at the pace baseball does, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like when you get a boatload of highlights, it's like, okay, wow, I'm entertained. Wow, I'm entertained. I like it. It's faster. It's it's quicker. Yeah. It's a lot of things coming at once. Numbers, hits, uh, pitching. It's just like a lot of information at once, which we all like. That's why I appreciate it at times. Whenever you would catch the Met replay, you know, on the late night, it would always be like the Met game in 60 minutes, and it's uh-huh. like, yeah. I would. I, that's when I was always able to catch. Yeah, the yeah, game. yeah, definitely, definitely. That, that that's the thing though, like. You know when you when you when you when you still have the love for for the game, and you notice that yo you know not for nothing, you know you give it you give the sport about two three years off, and then you see how it's come like right back into your life, and it's like wow you know like you know I want to catch a game, I want to go see a game, especially when your team is doing better. So I, I can I can feel for all those. You know, and then now you have you know the trade deadline. Is yeah, you know, summer. it's like a lot of a things lot of going moves on are happening. Like I, I can d- definitely, I can feel for you know all those you know, Yankee fans who you know I know they've been spoiled throughout the years, but they, you know they're Yankees. I guess they demand excellence, that they haven't really been excellent. You know, they're in first place now. Yeah, you got a stud third baseman. Well, he he he, you know, he's a DH primarily, but you know he's he's raking, bro. I mean, he's. I really, I really want to just. When it comes to the Yankees, but I can't. I, right now, they're... Nah, when, when they play good, when they're winning, yeah. baseball's better. Yeah, I can say that primarily more in baseball with this one team than any other team. You know how they say the Knicks and the Lakers and then the NBA, they need to be good right. for the NBA. No, they don't. The NBA is just fine. In the NFL, oh, there was a few stretches where Green Bay wasn't good and New England wasn't good. And we were just fine. People still sat and watch. But baseball, more importantly... And, you know, I know I'm a Met fan. I don't want to be biased, but just even the Mets, too. There's there's a lot of Met fans out there. When baseball in New York is good, it's really, really good for everybody. Like, it really brings you back. And speaking of that, uh, we had a, a case the other night where there was a possible trade that was going to occur. Man, listen. 
And uh, I, I Lord. the Keith himself was very, very uh, disappointed that the trade was going to happen, but it was held off. Yes, thank the Lord, it man. Uh, well, we still have about I want to say what's you know about a few hours yeah. to go before the deadline. What do you think happened? Uh, but uh, we there was a, a, a an image of pure emotion on one of our Met players, Flores, Wilmore Flores, who um, he's been a part of the. With the organization since he was 16 years old. That's that, and that's rare these days. I mean, these guys sports. move around a lot, yeah. and for the fact that he's been with us, we kept to him. And then, like, here's the thing: we were gonna trade one of our arms that are hurt right now, Wheeler, Zach Wheeler. He's not with the team right now; he's hurt, he's having Tommy John surgery. He'll be back around July next year. Mm-hmm. We're going after a bat. We all know the Mets have real bad issues with batting right now. We can't hit where our, our cleanup batter. Is is hitting less than my than 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 my bank account? It's ridiculous, bro. It's just it's horrifying, bro. It's just more like it's bad, bro. It's bad, bro. <laughs> it's really bad. Like it's like I feel bad, man. Yeah, but we have Flores who uh, who, who overheard that this trade was going to happen and was you know, seen. It was going to be a package field. with yeah. um, Wheeler. And Flores to uh, Milwaukee for a player we used to have named Carlos Gomez. Gomez right. But yeah, man, they didn't tell the kid. And the kid found out through a fan in the stands. And he's, he's pouring out tears on the field, man. That's horrible. Yeah. And you know, I, I saw I saw the press conference and our coach, man, listen, man. Don't let him tell me that. The coach said, oh, you're our shortstop. Oh, you need to be on the field. Oh, you need to man up. Listen, bro. Cut all that noise. Regardless of the fact that I know that's my job first and primarily, I need right. to go out and do my thing. Yo, you're a kid. That kid is not, he, he, he hasn't matured yet. He hasn't realized what MLB life is. Right. His first time in the big leagues as a pro in a full year, and he doesn't really, you know, grasp the idea that, you know, players move left and right. Yeah. He's been with this club since he was 16. I think this is one of those. He hasn't even seen the age of 23, yeah. I believe. Although, you know, I really I really wanted to give him the Tom Hanks line in uh, League of Their Own. Just, there's no crying in baseball. There's I mean, there's no crying. But this is, not, this is one of those. As, it's as weird, you know. It's Nobody's pure, ever seen that. You don't see that. You know. know? So and and, and the, the, listen, man, you call it what you we call it how you want. I, I, I felt for the kid. I was like, listen. Just because he cried yeah. is more reason for to keep the Nobody kid. has like a lot of passion for that because every time you hear Dude, that, a lot of people don't even have passion for baseball Yeah, because like it's about everybody wants it for the money. Everybody hears like, oh, players now is about money, 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 money. The but, you kid know. cried out of sadness that he's leaving the club that he loves. And I want to I, I give Wilma Flores just a round of applause word for that. You know, because it, it's. I want true, the kid, man. True, I want yeah, to keep the kid. I, yeah, it takes true emotion for seriously, for bro. Play. And I hope, and I hope that you know, if it doesn't occur, you know, maybe that the trade doesn't occur. Maybe we, you know, it, he does stay. Oh, they, they're able to move stuff around. This lights a fire in the Mets organization. Amen, man. And and we we start seeing the turnaround. Listen, in the second man, half we of have the season. we have the best pitching in baseball. If we can get something, yeah, with out of the out of the bats, we came out the box, came out real hot, coming I know. out the box. I, I I really this weekend we got three games versus the first place Nationals. We're only a game, I believe, two games out of first place. Listen, man, if we could just take two out of three with that, and we could come into Monday a tie for first place. Listen, man, anything's possible in baseball. Yeah, you know, I've seen teams. Who, who who didn't look like playoff teams just just go on a run and you know listen I'm not asking for a World Series I'm just asking to make the playoffs man but just off the top if you were, if you were going to see like the you know we don't want to say 
that. But do do we see the Yankees going deep into the playoffs? I mean, deep. Uh man, American League is like it's like you got Kansas City, and then you have everybody else somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you give anybody a shot, man. Anything can happen. Listen, right. they go and get a big arm. Like the rumors are saying that they're they're in the hunt for David Price. I tell them, I, I tell everybody, they're right there, right behind Kansas City. And you know what? In a in a, in a five game series and a seven game series against Kansas City, I'm giving the S to the Yankees, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna give the S to the Yankees. Kansas City is a dangerous team to look at, but I, I'm seeing the way I the love Yankees them. Get, I hope they win. I really hope they win everything. But the way the Yankees are like coming out of the box, right I'm not, now, I, and just. I mean, even they you, hit you, all you, could, you could even go the route for like the Angels. You could go the route for like. A lot of other teams, like hopefully Toronto gets going. Yeah, Houston, up. Houston, Houston. Just, yeah. You know, and I like Houston. They're young, yeah. but like big turnaround from last year. You know, the the the, the edge to you know Lead the experience and like just like you know, the, it's the Yankees. They have that mentality. They pose a yeah. threat through the mind state. You know, it's like yeah, yo, you know, you never know, bro. You, yeah, you never know, man. All right, we're going to egg that segment, which means we're going into halftime, guys. Halftime means we're just going to collect ourselves, get ourselves going together. Because sometimes it can get tedious and, you know, having to speak for such a long period of time. So what we're going to do is just uh, get you guys a couple of minutes to catch up on your thoughts, possibly maybe, like, rewind and listen to some ridiculousness that we had. We're going to go sip our Kermit tea. Yeah, I'll probably drink something. Maybe maybe I might reach for that Corona that's in the fridge. <laughs> but uh, just give us, give us a couple of minutes. We'll get back to you and you can just listen to the smooth sounds of Jason T. Folks, we have a very special guest for you tonight. I'd like to introduce
I'm here to make a dollar out of 15 cents And let my balls hang like I'm on a toilet taking a shit My style is all that And the big bag of chips with the dip Fuck all that sensuous shit I represent intellectual violence And leave your click holier than the Ten Commandments I left the Norman bait ya I love to hate ya Cause you's a freak by nature Can't wait to face ya, mutilate ya Break your style down straight with no chaser. My verbal comeback's like a mini Mac to your back. As soon as one of you niggas try to overreact, the LOD love good confrontation of vamp. Break your concentration, murder your camp. For the jealous, overzealous, we fellas. Blow the spot like Ralph and Marcellus. Niggas coming through and acting wild. Y'all commercial niggas better have a coke and a smile. Y'all shot I conversate with many men. It's time to begin again. Forgot what I already knew. You hear me, friend? Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. Secret society trying to keep the army. My mob is infamous. It's like the fucking title read. You get back slapped so hard, make your nose bleed. So back on the real side of things. My niggas sling cracks and wear fat diamond rings. Not only is it inside the songs that we sing. Everything is real, not just a song that Sing from my life to the paper Very accurately Give you all of my tools So maybe you could three Plot a G with forever S-H-I-N-E My shit attract millions Like the moon attract the sea How dare you ever in your life Walk past me Without acknowledging This man ass G-O-D Now who the fuck you think you talking to? I pay dues, I spray crews Look up Joey Crack Motherfuckers be like he's bad news Running this racket From New York to Montego Slaughtering people Bring a ton of keys from Puerto Rico I'd rather be fed than love because the fear lasts longer These bitch ass niggas know he's stronger than these weaklings Seeking for respect that ain't there Knuckleheads beware, this man tension in the air Call for ambulance, this man's wet Bullets cut him down from the root up just like a Gillette Razor, which I keep hitting in my oral Ready to spat out an idiot out that wants to quarrel These feds want me for some tax evasion Not at the fact that somebody's getting loose, this not Caucasian Bullets be blazing through these streets filled with Thug niggas get a mix, the chicks Toe down, we sip drinks, rock and mix Flashing rings and things Frontin' hard for deep inside the Jeep Knackin', doing my thing, fly nigga You a Scarface king, bitches grab your Death up, get them niggas for they cheddar Fuck it, Gucci sweaters and Armani Lovers, floss the rocks like the size Of Fort Knox, four carrots, the ice rocks Pussy banging like Versace, low pop On the creek, open like raw ass Cheeks, I'm sexin', raw dog Without protection, disease infested Uh, Italiano got the Luciano, I get down fucking with brown fox, extra keys to the drop. Who I'm jingling, baby, I got crazy Dominicans who pay me. The lay low, I play slow, roll with the firm. Mafioso, crime kingpin, it all real, nigga, what the deal? I shot you. What the fuck? I thought I conquered the world, crush Modi, hammer and ice tease girls. But still, niggas wanna instigate shit. I battle any nigga in the rap game quick. Name the spot, I make it hot for your bitches. Female rappers too. I don't give a fuck, boo. Words, I'm here to crush all my peers. Rhymes of the month in the source for 20 years. Nigga scared. I'm detrimental to your mental state. I use my presidential Rolex to be the bait. Niggas fight. Glock cocks your temple gets fucked. MCs that fuck with LL, they gets bucked. That's real. What's up with that? I shot your deal. Light shit, nigga slip. Now how the bullet feel? New York appeal. In LA, they gang bang. But if you touch them like your motherfucking ass hang. That's this time, but next time, I'ma name names. LL, shitting from on top of the game. I shot ya. I shot ya.
This, this week, 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 week in sports, 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 history, history, history. This week in sports history is brought to you by Old St. Heineken Malt Liquor. That malt liquor that got you your fourth baby mama. Old St. Heineken. Goddamn good. So, Keith, this week in sports history, we actually have a Met reference. All right. We have um, Dwight Gooden, mm-hmm. Keith Hernandez, and Daryl Strawberry. They were actually named uh, Players of the Week for the month of July. But they were also uh, nominated and named uh, Narcotics Anonymous Cocaine up, Sniffers bro. of the Month. Just so congratulations up. to those guys. That that was like, they stayed high. They really, That's just fucked up, bro. Really? That's just wrong, bro. <laughs> So we're going to open up the second half, you guys, with, um, we're going to talk a little bit more, going back to football, right? Going back to football? Yeah, right now we got the, the training camps. They opened up. Nice. Right now, as a matter Thank of fact. Thank God, we're, man. I'm so while, happy. While we're doing this, our ADD is kicking in because we also have the TV on. And we're, <laughs> Unfortunately, we're watching the NFL Network and yeah. they're showing training camp and guess who they're showing? The Jacksonville Jaguars. No, they're showing <laughs> Tom Brady. I'm a... I'm excited about training camp. I'm, you know, you as myself, we're big football fans. Yeah, man. Yeah, humongous. Amen. And, I, you know, and we were just mentioning earlier that fans uh, opened up a little late this time of season. They yeah, they don't late. want them to work too hard in the heat, yeah, la, yeah. la, la. I mean, I get it, you know. Whatever. <laughs> when Who you, cares? When you played, when you, did you have to worry about the heat, the sweltering? I'm not going to lie. It was... When we did the, the the two years that I was forced to do two days, it was very very hot. Mm-hmm. It was very very very. It was a big deal. I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot when you do that in the morning and then you do it after school. Yeah, it's a lot because you're doing it three days out of the week. It's like you forget about life. You forget about everything else. Like I think I wore the same socks for like three days. Like it was ridiculous. Was that because of? Um Superstition or some shit like that? Nah, it's just you just got I just want to put on some socks and leave. I gotta go. <laughs> I just gotta get up and go. Yeah, I remember I remember when I was playing semi pro for a little while, uh when we had the This shit takes a lot. Yeah, yeah, you, you're man. doing the crabbing and all that stuff and in, in that weather. It was like motherfuckers was like they really wanted you to do it on purpose. Like mm-hmm. this is it just helps to build character. Nah, man, it's tough, no, it's man. 106 and I have full equipment on. No, nah, yeah, stuff is tough. Like um I think now they don't go too hard with the helmets. Right. There's very little um, helmet-to-helmet practices. Right. But they do get their work in. I think um, I was telling Jay Santi, I'm going to go to the Jets training camp this year. Nice. And um, the, the, to my knowledge, training camp for them started at 8 in the morning. Training mm-hmm. camp, when we were getting our tickets, it's at 1 o'clock now. So that's how they shorten the time. They shorten the workload for the players. Right. Which is a good thing, you know. You want your players fresh for you know the winter time, not the summer. This doesn't. This isn't really isn't important. So uh, we're watching uh, the Patriots on the board now, but uh, it seems that you you have some inquiries and some some information about Steeler camp. Yeah, man, we have. Well, not only the Steelers, the Vikings as oh, yeah, well. Yeah. They're the first two teams. The <laughs> <laughs> They're the first two teams to open training camp. They opened a few days earlier because they have the first um, preseason game. Right. The Hall of Fame game, right. and um, that is next Sunday night, prime time. I believe it's NBC eight thirty. We'll do the plug in for you. Yeah, hopefully we get some type of recognition for that one. Maybe a little bit. Uh, of- hey, 
You know, yeah. So we got, you know, we got the Steelers opening up. We got the Vikings opening up. We got some little bit of news around when they they uh, released the Tom Brady suspension that um, Le'Veon Bell he uh, got a reduction in his suspension. Thank you. We're all Le'Veon Bell fans here. Thank you. Uh, we had him. I had him on my fantasy team last year. Santi had him on his fantasy team team last year, and like. Every Monday or Tuesday when uh, football was done, we literally ran to each other. Yeah, did you see what Le'Veon Bell did? We like twiddled did you see what Le'Veon like, Bell did? And just giggled to each other. <laughs> I mean, Le'Veon Bell is like a man crush of the podcast. I was so close to getting you a Le'Veon our goal, Bell listen, shirt for uh, Christmas. Hey, hey, listen. I was really so close. Our goal, listen, our goal for this podcast, Le'Veon Bell has to follow us on Twitter. Oh, that'll be coming soon. That is a goal. That and Brian XL from House of Glory is oh, going to follow good us. Good Lord. Shout out to House of Glory. Anyway. Yeah, shout out to H.O.G. <laughs> But we so, want Le'Veon Bell to follow us. Yeah, we want Le'Veon Bell, definitely. So, um, Le'Veon Bell, he, for all those fast, fantasy football fashionados out there, Le'Veon Bell, he is a premier player in fantasy football. If um, you're doing a draft, 8, 10, 12, 14, whatever team leagues you guys have, he's going to go top three. So, if you have a top three pick, even with the two-game suspension, you want him. The kid is a stud. And let me tell you, reports coming out of ESPN was saying that he's looking... Chiseled, ever. chiseled, bro. He's um, he's looking more chiseled, more leaner. He's he he looks like a a, a, a sculpted statue on 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 Zeus's planet. I right hear. <laughs> and it's looking as though that um, they they might be wanting to put more passing plays uh in his repertoire. They should. They want to guy get, got hands, man. Yeah, yeah like eighty shot. catches last year, bro. And with that, and with, can ridiculous. You he, had, he had eighty catches, and yet they want to give catches. him more. I give it, and, and then then on top of that, you have Antonio Brown on the outside, yeah. arguably the best receiver in baseball. And the biggest news that was coming out was that uh, Mr. Roethlisberger himself, Big Old Ben, is I love Big Ben, looking healthy. He looks, Amen he, he looks. No, you know you, they're like saying they're saying that you know this is the first time in ever probably this is the first time that the Steelers are having an overhaul in identity. Right. Of um, they're primarily known. Everybody knows the Steelers for basically having a great defense and then working a running game and you know managing a game ugly way, but just winning on defense. Now they have one of the best offenses in football, and it's been a we you know we've never seen the Steelers have a best offensive football. Well, they were saying one of the better offenses. Yeah, football. they were saying that Roethlisberger is looking like I mean he's and putting the ball out there yeah. eighty yards. And like, they're saying um, the, some reports about Martavis Bryant, the right. young stud who came out of nowhere last year, rookie. Right. He dropped uh, 20 pounds of weight. Wow. And um, body fat went low. And, you know, he's looking slimmer. He's looking faster. And to put him across from Antonio Brown, who's a stud already. You have Le'Veon there. Big Ben there. Man. They should they should be in, 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 in inclined for at least 9 to 11 wins. The only thing that I worry about is that we've seen this in, is like last season and seasons past. That they get mid-season, especially like around after the bye week. Mm-hmm. They get into a little slump. They actually have a, bl- a bye week late. They have okay. like week 12 so bye ho- week. Yeah, so hopefully they have it to where they're able to build up a strong record and just bounce. And hopefully not have too many injuries. Uh, no, yeah, I, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's hard not to root against the Steelers. You know, I, I love Big Ben. Uh, we, we we show everybody yeah. why we love um, Lee hey, Bell. Do you, want, do you want to give um, a quick story about my Big Ben situation last year at Fantasy Football? Do you want me to do that to you? I can take it. All right. Well, before that, I just, I, I just would give myself a round. Find some type I'll of get, sound I'll, effect. I'll my, good I'll, lord. My round of. All right. So, if you're a sports fan, more importantly, if you're a football fan, if you're a fantasy football fan, you know that 
some guys who aren't primarily good in regular football can be good in fantasy football. Yes. You can have a, a scrub, you know, pull out a great game for you. So for about a three-week stretch, I don't know. God may not even know. Um, <laughs> Jay Santi had Ben Roethlisberger on the bench. And he had Jay Culler. Listen. Jay Culler start. I, I listen, and Big Ben had, in that stretch, he had back-to-back six touchdown games. <laughs> And again, it went nowhere with you. Well, once again, it this, went to the bench. Your bench outscored everybody's bench. This was one of those instances, like I just said. You won ben, best race. bench of the year. And as a matter of fact, one of those games, like he lost, the, the Steelers lost, and he was still able to rack up those. those yeah, numbers. but good I, lord, that doesn't matter. I know, I know, I know but I, my thing was that. In, in, mm-hmm, what was your thing? They weren't, like I said, they, they, they weren't looking good at the moment. Then all of a sudden. He had, and then a lot of those, a lot of those, um, those scoring drives that he had, uh, they were coming in late in the in the game. Garbage time. And I'm sitting there. Whoever like, plays oh, fantasy, you yeah. love garbage time. So it points. went from him having like eighteen points to having forty to fifty points at the end of the game. Oh yeah, he, he, he Oh, that was, was a, on that a mission. Just, I just really, I sat there one time and I looked at, <laughs> I looked, and I just went. <laughs> Every time we saw him, he went. That was that was his year last year, and he, you know because of that, he missed the playoffs. Okay, we'll go into that later on in the future. <laughs> in any case, we also have, have, we have um, the Vikings, the Vikings the who they're going to be people eaters. They're going to be playing the Steelers uh, in that Hall of Fame game next Sunday. Are we going to see AP? Yeah. Um. No. No, he doesn't do training camp. Nah, they don't want him nowhere near training camp. Okay. You'll see him on NFL Network. On he'll, be, he'll, be suited, yeah, he'll be suited up. Yeah, he'll be chilling on the sideline, but yeah. they want no part of him on, on you know, the training camp scene. What's the What's the quarterback situation we're going to have with the Vikings? Um, Teddy Bridgewater. I love Teddy Bridgewater, man. Right. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be one of those few quarterbacks that can break that mold, especially being a, ba- a black quarterback in this league, which is hard mm-hmm. for any quarterback that isn't white to do, which is, you know, I would like to see more of. Right. It's tough, you know, and he made amazing strides last year. He looks good. He's going to be a good quarterback. He's not going to wow you, but he, he, he'll he get the job done. He won't make those boneheaded mistakes. It's going to be tough because that's, that's one of the one of the toughest divisions in the, in the NFC. You like, gotta, you know, like there's a lot of, in, in that division, there's a lot of parity. That's the thing, yeah. you know. You never know, really. Besides the Green Bay Packers, you know, other than them, when it goes from two to like, to like four, you can just throw it up in the air. Wait, what happens is that you have to get the, um, you have to get to minimize the, you know, splitting of games between interdivisional conferences. You got to start seeing them, you know, knock teams out. Like Vikings should have two wins over the Bears easily. They, they, these things should be. That's happening. the thing, you know, like they lost to the Bears last exactly. year. You know what I'm saying? Like, these, these, these are the things. These are the things that should be happening easily for them. It's, 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 it's. it's Quite doubtably the most overlooked division because Green Bay is so dominant. Right. Everybody kind of figures out Green Bay locks it up. But you know, Detroit had you know ten wins or I believe eleven last year. Mm-hmm. You can you can easily say like they, they they truly do beat each other up in that division. And it's a primarily outdoors division with the Vikings waiting on their new stadium, so they're playing outdoors. Um, the Lions are the only team currently an indoor team. So when it comes to December weather, everybody's outside, man. So it's a tough division, and you know you got to go to Green Bay. So if you're a fantasy football pick uh, guy drafting anybody from the Vikings, oh, Bridges, there's a few guys actually besides Bridgewater and there, AP. Uh, well, you want to take the thing about Bridgewater, you know, you want to 
want to get Bridgewater, but you either want to get him as a, a solid, solid super fight backup. Like, if you're going to get Bridgewater, like, if you're going to draft Tom Brady, you should draft Teddy Bridgewater. That's right. a nice mix, you know, because at some point, whenever he mixes those four games, you can just plug in Teddy. Right. Um, if you're going to start Teddy, that means you're drafting Teddy very late, which means every other position on your team is going to be very, very strong. Um, there's nothing wrong with Teddy Bridgewater in fantasy. He's pretty much average, borderline. He'll have those games where you'll be like, oh, my God, I want to drop him. But then he'll have those games where you're like, hey, you know, something here. Does he have high coin value? I mean, hey, listen, when you have AP behind you, there's going to be a lot of cash coming off that backfield. Right. The thing about the Vikings, though, they have a young receiver named Charles Johnson. He had some sparing playing time last year, but he looked really, really good. Mm. He destroyed my Jets. I watched that firsthand. Um, he looks really good. They have Mike Wallace across from him. You want to see if those two wide receivers can somehow be Teddy Bridgewater's favorite target. More importantly, probably because that's what that's what that's what's usually yeah. the problem when it comes to the Vikings. They you gotta, have a, they you know they have the quarterback central, but it's, you know a lot of drop. There was passes. a lot of years yeah, where of they didn't have that yeah. guy. So they have guys there that can play on the outside. They have Kyle Rudolph coming back. Okay. He's a good big target. You want to, you know, a lot of these guys for the Vikings, you can draft later in your draft. Is Rudolph a, a nice? Uh, I drafted pick. Rudolph right. last year. I was expecting the Rudolph year last year, right? But he got hurt, so it might be coming around this year. So I mean, you want to look into that. The thing about Rudolph, you can wait on Rudolph. You can wait on Johnson. You can wait on Mike Wallace. There's a lot of these guys that are going late, and they're going to give you value. That's a good thing. Unlike the Steelers, Antonio Brown's first round pick. Le'Veon Bell's first round pick. Big Ben's a mid round. If you pick. had to pick defenses for the year for fantasy, well, both oh, these defenses, are we Steelers or Vikings, the, or the, the Steelers defense is going to be god awful. Right. They're going to be putting up points this year. Right. Uh, when it comes to the Vikings, you know, there's going to be games where you're going to be like, hey, you know, not so bad. They're a good bye week filling. Right. They're not bad to have on your team. They actually did pretty well last year. They do turn the ball over, which helps in fantasy. Right. Your defense scores points for you. You can score on defense. Uh, they sacked the quarterback primarily pretty well, and they forced turnovers, so it's not a bad defense to go look at if you're going to go draft the defense really late. Okay. Um, any, 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 any shocking kind of events that you're going to see possibly out of Steeler camp or Vikings? You don't see anything? Oh, uh, man, if hopefully nobody gets hurt, but I would say that the only thing that would shock me between these two teams from now to the start of the season is probably both teams looking really good on defense. Right. Probably Teddy Bridgewater the gate on fire and you know what would shock me even though bell suspended ben not really getting off to a good start yeah because we've seen how that happen to him before you know ben will have those weird games like yeah. what and the games where you for some odd reason had him on your fantasy bench um and then the game you decided to start him he played against my you beautiful just, jets and he probably did nothing for you and he probably threw like about four interceptions and it was just a mind-blowing <laughs> game it was pretty funny for the for the weeks you benched him he was probably the best player in fantasy, and the week you started him, he was god awful. Okay, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, enough Jay Santi bashing, but I gotta abuse, throw it out there. The abuse, but um, as we can see, that the Steelers and the Viking game will be the Hall of Fame game, and they they have a pretty they have a nice, interesting, fun class going into the Hall of Fame. You have the Michael Strahan, mm-hmm. you have um, Junior Seau, God rest in peace, and I mean, these are guys that. Um, they were our era. Bettis. Yeah, they were, they were our era. Well, more and more your era. Let's get that a little bit clearer. Oh, excuse me. I forgot. <laughs> the, the young thoroughbred. He has, oh. I have some, year, some years on him. 
But yeah, they, they, these were these were. Well, guys. I still saw most of them. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. twist it, you know. But um, it, it, this this year is actually gonna be a fun class, and I'm and I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually might sit and watch this Hall of Fame induction. I, uh, I I I always try my best to catch. Yeah, I might them. watch this one. I try my best to catch them, meaning. The ones that I'm more interested in. This is one of the more that I'm probably going to try and catch myself. Um, for the most part, it's basically a weekend showing love to the Hall of Famers. The Hall of Fame game, usually week one of preseason, the guys you want to see are probably playing no more than five snaps. So, right. you know, for fantasy football players out there who are looking for some type of miracle in a team, they would watch the game from quarter one to quarter four. Like, you know, someone who's speaking right now, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but you know, it's really just a game to get the guys on, on the field, just to get rhythm. It's more just staying healthy and getting a rhythm. And speaking of getting guys on the field, uh, what more than to get a guy on the field to show his masculinity than a female? I know. How about that? Interim coach. I should, I, I, I'm sorry, man. That shit is awesome. Yeah, straight up. That, 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 Shout that, out to I that, man. Shout out to the Cardinals for that. That's man. actually good. Just give him a nice little round of applause. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I know you do. You, you spoke about, you know, that women communicate much more better than men. Listen, I've been in a locker room, and for whether you're winning, whether you're losing, the, it's so weird with By the a coach. Way, Dr. Jen Welter, she's the she's the new interim coach. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. It's it's it's, it's funny because it's like you can be. You can be a good coach, you can be a great coach, you can be a horrible coach, but most of the time it's more about your relationship with the players, right. regardless of what you've done on the field or anything like that. Most, and I can say this, I, I agree with it, most players just want honesty, they want communication, and they want a relationship with the coach to just know that they're there. You know what I'm saying? And by the way, and case, a woman can do that. In case you guys didn't know, like whatever happened to Becky the Icebox from the movie Little uh-huh. Giants... She's now an interim coach at the Cardinals. Nice one. But here's a here's here's a, here's what a lot of you know fans or you know people in general might find misconstrued. And this is certain instances that I have when I've uh, coached in certain leagues or, where I don't have an extensive background of competitive play. You know, I I you know I've coached basketball before and I've never really been in tournament ball and stuff like that. But I know the game. I know mm-hmm. the momentum. So how she do you think, played football, right? That's but, the crazy thing. Yeah, that's, she that's played football with men. But do you think that there's still going to be that resistance there? For- I don't know. I don't think so. They're professionals. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a woman, but regardless, at the end of the day, she's at work. You here's, know what a saying? Que- here's a question I do have for you. Honestly speaking, if you haven't seen her, she's a looker. She's attractive. You think so? Yeah, I think she's attractive. Red. I mean, she see, honestly, she's attractive. Red. Look, stop pull, it. Let's pull up a pic. Pull up a pic. She's up. all right. She's, I she's saw a, she's her. She's attractive. It could be worse. She's we all right. Get, we've couldn't gotten you know ice road trucker looking woman. Going yeah. Around, you know, Nick Mango's sister. Yeah. <laughs> you could have gotten something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, I know, but uh, she's you know, yeah, she's all right. I mean, yeah. Who cares though about her look? You know what I'm saying? No, but that, that you know that you, you can honestly say. Of course, that could be a driving force of why the NFL... There's going to be a douche in every locker room. No, no, no. But I'm saying that this is be the reason why the NFL would put this out in the forefront. Just like UFC. Although, we, you know, no. we know Ronda freaking is okay, awesome, wait, wait. but she's good May I stop well. you? May I stop you? Why? I, 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 I want to be very clear. I think the NFL doing this is a great thing. More importantly, I think the Cardinals doing this is a great thing. Forget about the NFL. Right. Um, women should have... 
plenty of jobs, including in men's sports. I don't want to hear it. It's ridiculous. Not because a man is playing on the field doesn't mean a woman can oh, give him the not. play call. But here's the thing. I'm just saying. I believe in, you know, conspiracies. You can call me crazy, but around this time a year ago, there was a woman on a videotape getting punched in Atlantic City, mm-hmm. and she got knocked out by an NFL player, right. and then women who are, I think they're a third of the audience in the NFL, right. which is a humongous audience. Yeah, many of them, many of them. They, 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 they revolted against... Fantasy football. Yeah, you know, a lot of women love football, and the fact that... Oh, they saw an NFL player hit a woman last year, and it went so crazy, and it just took the NFL by storm. It's probably the worst year, PR wise, for the NFL. Right. And he come a year later, there's a team putting a woman as a coach. Not to say the NFL's made strides. I think they have made strides, but I'm just saying, you know, if you put two and two together, there's some trying yeah, to like, yeah. you know, put things under the rug here. You know, what we're I'm just saying? hoping because this is only a summer interim for her, which is fine. I yeah, mean, listen, yeah. this is a good way we're to, just, you know, we just hope that you know she. She you know it's crazy though. This is this is a funny thing term. though. Let me tell you something. There will be a NFL head coach. That's a woman. Well, there's a head coach female in college football. I believe that. Oh yeah. College yeah. football is way more Male prejudiced, and sexist, yeah. and all that. You know, the NFL will more likely have that. Yeah. So Arizona, we give you the. to the NFL and women's liberation. Yeah, it was really dope by them. Yeah. Um, we're looking for in the future of our shows. We're going to be doing the same thing when it comes to our fantasy. So you guys who are fantasy football players and stuff, um, we just want you guys to, you know, take heed that we're... Let me tell you, I've been playing fantasy for a few years. Uh, I really started getting heavy now that Keith is in the life so, I, I, so now he now he becomes more of a driving force, and he pretty much knows his stuff. Uh, Shout out to Shu. So make sure that you guys become part of listening to the regular season sports cast. Jay Santi and the Keef, or the Keef and Jay Santi, whichever way you prefer. The and drunken that's, Latinos. Yes, that's what we do. You're lucky. This is the first show. We're trying to be professional today, and we're drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm gonna do a turnaround. And uh, just do a quick, uh, just a quick discussion about what's going on in wrestling. The floor is yours, brother. Yeah. Um, for, for you guys who are new to uh, RageWorks, shout out to RageWorks, the big brother of of, of our show. Uh, I for 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 a few years I was writing for My Take Radio and RageWorks. I did their wrestling articles. I was their specialist. I I was the one who would go to indie shows. I participated in pay-per-view specials in which I did, you know, commentary and feeds and such like that. So I, I'm pretty much a connoisseur of the the art of wrestling. And this past week, we've already been seeing on the news feeds about Mr. Hulk Hogan himself. Brother. Who has, uh, seems to have some type of uh, issues with using racial slurs. What you gonna do when I get caught on tape, brother? <laughs> And first of all, let me let me be the one that uh, buys into the gimmick. Hulk Hogan didn't do this. I'm gonna honestly tell you, Hulk Hogan didn't do this. Uh, Hulk Hogan is still a real American. He fights for the rights of every man. <laughs> I still I still see him ripping that shirt and still pointing at the kids in the crowd. And uh, but Terry Bollea, on the other hand, uh, he might be a racist douchebag. He just he made it very clear how he felt. <laughs> I mean, maybe a racist douchebag. Look. Let's, let's, let's call a spade a spade here. Listen, our 
ourselves, Keith and I are from an urban area and we lived in, and the N-word is used frequently by us. For this show, we're actually in restraint that we're not using it, you know, as we would do in our social way. But we do use it. Now, for everyone out there who says that well, only a certain individual should be using the N-word, a certain culture should be, cut the shit, you know, it's done. In the case of Hope, for me, me, honestly, Keith, got take this. For me, honestly, I think that, I, don't, I, I really don't want to think that Terry Bollea is racist. I just think that he's more along the line of trying to think that he's hip. Well, brother. Yeah, that listen, he can say Let me tell you things. something, brother. When you don't take your vitamins <laughs> in the morning, you're going to be that. <laughs> you know, I, I really think that he's really into the culture of thinking that he wears he's like, that. he has like a Jordan collection, right? Yeah, like he, stuff like that. He listens to hip hop. He plus. didn't like, well, he didn't, he, but he didn't like his daughter with a black guy. It's just weird, right? I, I thought it's a little it was weird. Don't that, you think? Yeah, I thought it was more like maybe he was drunk. Allegedly, the transcript, however it was, it was saying that he had a Molly he, or something. Yeah, he know. was just popping whatever he was. <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't get his steroid on at that moment, allegedly. But the, 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 don't you think that, like, wrestling is, like, you know, underlying the fact that they're kind of racist, too? They have, of like... Of course! They have, like, they have a guy coming out saying, what's up, holla back, and yeah, all, all this other know. stuff. Then they got a crew saying the New Day, but then their video on, like, the Titan Tron is, is a black church. Yeah. It got nothing to do with them being anything religious. You know, it's weird, right? Yeah, that's the thing. And then when when name the the last black world heavyweight champion in WWE. Name the last black um, Austin. Maybe the blackest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Stone Cold. Oh yeah, bro. Because I was about to say, if you guys were gonna say the Rock, then I would be like, listen, he's, he's like half black, isn't he? Half black and yeah, like Samoan. His his Obama skin. And then the other thing is that everybody's talking about. Well, you know, uh, WWE shouldn't have uh, pulled away from him. No, they should have. You know why? Because WWE has advertisers, and advertisers bring money. And You're WWE... talking about pulling away from Hulk? Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they okay. had to do that. You know, look, if we have a show, we're getting paid by advertisers. You know, we have this show, and we get paid for what we're doing. That's the that's the, the longevity that we want, right? And and eventually, one of us says something offensive. I heard, we have to do the whole. Then they take them of... off. Then they take them off the network. I heard that. Anything that's on a match that's says like Warrior cool. versus Hall of Famer or like something like that. Question marks. Yeah, it's, it's like the guy you're trying to unlock and no they mercy. Just, they banished him like Ben Waz. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like the boogeyman. You can't even speak his name. Yo, don't you think, man? I don't know. It's like they they went real in. Like they really, 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 really went in. Like listen, this is gonna like be I feel like they were dying for him to mess up badly so they get rid of him. I think it was more like they're, they're it, it'll go away. And he'll be back. Society, you think? yeah, society's forgiving. And, it's yeah, like he's he's wrestling. It's hard for him not to be anything related to wrestling. Yeah, I mean, what else is he gonna do? Trouble in Paradise again, or freaking? He can do Baywatch or something like that. And, you know, Rocky Thirty Seven. Like, what what more is Hulk gonna do? Then he do like that dumb movie where he was like a superhero, a suburban commando. Oh my god, that was uh, horrifying. Another three ninjas. Like, come on. Oh yeah, he did three ninjas. That's right. Damn. Where his eyes were like bloodshot. And the then all the and the, the one last thing I'll talk about about this is that everybody's out there in social media talking about. Well, Vince said the n word on TV. All right, dude, let, let's get this straight. Vince dropped the n bomb in satire. It was a freaking joke. It was him joking on the John Cena character, him being you know, this thing. <laughs> Fuck. And, you know, for him to make that comment. Vince McMahon is hilarious, yeah, son. I'm joke. sorry. Now, if you were 
get me audio of him saying, Our truth will never be a champion. That nigger can't wear the belt. Then <laughs> we might have, you know, some, you know, the loaded weapon, a smoking gun. But, you know, come on. Listen, listen. Let's, let's just. And, man. and you know, it, it really took over like the news. Yeah, thing. yeah, it was. It, it went crazy. It happened overnight. Literally, it happened overnight. And I, I woke up. I usually, was, wa- I usually wake up to like you like, know crazy messages from my friends and like some random Instagram stuff. But I woke up to Bleacher Report saying Hulk Hogan dropped yeah, the end. Yeah, it was like it's weird. pretty crazy. But um, look, like I said, you know they, you know our 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 other shows on RageWorks were probably went in depth into it. But you know, we just wanted to touch on it. Quickly and probably in another show that we'll have, we'll probably go back to it. But as of now, um, that's our opinion with the whole thing, and uh, we'll talk about more wrestling in later shows because we are wrestling fans, and I will like to go in depth about like how Keith came back into wrestling. Oh, that is so cool. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I think um, we're gonna start wrapping it up. What do you think? Wrap it up. We're gonna start wrapping it up for you, people. Like that bacon egg and cheese you brung this morning. That's Lord. it, was Yo, he. Damn, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see. I, I haven't seen anybody salivate like that. That was uh, good. It was oof. like for for. Felt like I was in high school again. It was, it was something that it was. It was a sight to be seen. But we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna close out the show because you know we don't have enough time to at least share what we're about. Many of you guys will probably listen to the show. Know us personally. Know us from work. Know us from outside of work. And you know can relate, so so new people won't really know who we are. This is like certain moments that we'll share who we are in different areas, different bits, and what we do. So what we're doing now, we're gonna do three questions. The three questions that we're gonna throw to each other are gonna be in three forms. Uh, first question will be a sports related. Second will be more pop culturey, and last will be real random, random right. stupidity. Can I do the random one? Well, 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 let's play it off and see how it goes. Like, my first question to you will okay. be sports-related, and then you can come back to me with it. All right. Sports-related-wise, okay. Uh, you're a Jet fan. Always. You bleed green. Mm-hmm. Amen. What was the best year, the best Jets team? What year? For me, it was 2010 when um, we lost in the AFC Championship game to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll probably, I want to say, I think I cut school, I cut work. I think I left a girl. I did a few things Jesus. during that year. <laughs> um, because I wanted to watch the Jets and I did nothing but care about the Jets. It was literally like, it was crazy because we had so many good players and I could name you the teams back and forth. And it was just like, right. Revis was on top of his game, you know. Just had, you know, we had LT, LaDainian Tomlinson, you know, Sean Green, Dustin Keller, um, Braylon Edwards, Jericho Cotter. It just goes on and goes on. And they were just a fun team. Rex was awesome. We were on hard knocks. Right. We were that on, was that, that was you that know, year. we were like all over ESPN. It was so much fun. Being Which a is Jeff usually fan. like a kiss of death with a lot of teams. Yeah, no, it was so, knocks. it was like so much fun, man. It was like, and then we went to the postseason. We beat Brady in Brady's house. Right. I had like a big party here in the house. Then we went to uh, Indianapolis. We beat Peyton in Peyton's house. And then we go to Pittsburgh and we lost. And it was a tough game. It was like, it was a real emotional time, man. It was very sad to see that team not win a championship because it was like one of those like, oh my God, the stars are aligned. Right. But um, nah, man, like, yo, that was. Drop down my favorite Jets team. My favorite Jets team. Probably not the best team, but I'd say that was my favorite. I, I was so dedicated to that season, man. 
it was a really, really, and it was like fun. Another thing was like every week it was like what receivers going against Revis. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like yeah, that's who was happened. he gonna shut down? I never, you know what yeah, that was the, that was what then I think the focal point because you know secondaries really didn't get a lot of like the only like, guy who got it was like him like Dion. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When like, Dion was on top of his game, like yeah. the only guy who like really got him was like um, it was like Moss. Before with yeah, like that one, no, 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 no Randy, Randy, Randy with but that one-handed joint. Yeah, but I'm talking about secondary um, um, defenses. Like you never. Really oh yeah, we were really good, man. Like yeah, all around, like yeah, even with really the David Harrison, the linebacker. So when you position. started, when they started talking about Revis out there, it was like. Yeah, no, no, he was, man, he was something, man. I mean, he's still. I'm so happy he's with us back again. But it was just like you know, back then it was like yeah. wow, you know, you were seeing, and it was like you know, whenever you draft a player, mm-hmm. it's like you know, you want to see him do good. When you draft a player, and you see him be great. It's like. Whoa, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe he's with us. You, you guys, know? you guys are thinking that it's gonna be prominence this year. The secondary comes. Nah, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be all right. We're gonna be good, baby. All right. So now you trade over back to me and ask me a sports related question. Okay, let's see. All right. So you know, let's spin it to baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one? You asked me what's the best Jet team ever. What's the best baseball team you've ever seen in general? Oh man, let me tell you. See, like I said, I'm I'm that old school kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So I was there. And I'm, I'm not even say like old school and freaking black and white. I'm not that old. Um, I was really a big like fan, not a fan, but I loved watching the Oakland Athletics in the late '80s. Oh, when they were on Roids? Yeah. <laughs> no, but like no, no, not even to be a joke though. Like they were that was the Roy team, right? But they were they were they were. A Fun team. It was uh, yeah. McGuire. McGuire. You had um, you had a Kaseko. Right. You had um, uh, Dennis Eckersley coming out, shutting everything down. Yeah. I mean, like these, the though that era when mm-hmm. you had, but although it was that boom of the the, the steroids and stuff, right? Um, though that team was fun to see, but I, I I'm gonna say like the most fun watching a team was uh, a friend of mine put me on to my brother from another mother once again. I dropped him, Dobie. Was a Toronto Blue Jays fan in the early nineties? No way! Are you lying? Yeah, he was. I mean, wait. He, so you're telling me you were a Blue Jay fan? No, I'm not. I well, mean, no, no, no. I, like you were a fan I, of I, that I, team. Yeah, that especially when they played the Yankees, I was like, yes, beat the shit. The out of Joe them. Morgan team that yeah. two days ago Drake dropped a the Joe Carter. The Joe Carter. Yeah, this is so crazy. That, we didn't even plan that. Yeah, that was that. that that's pretty crazy and we ironic. We would sit and watch, and he would like we would just sit there because that's when we first got cable and. Whenever the Toronto Blue Jays games, he walked. It's the only walk off home run in World, in World Series, Series history. That's pretty yeah, crazy. That was probably like the most fun teams we had. I mean, I could have always said, you know, Mike Mets or whatever, but they weren't fun. They were just. Yeah, they, they, two thousand six was my favorite Mets team. Man. Yeah, the two thousand six team was was it's yeah. electrifying. When Carlos Beltran decided to not swing the bat. Yeah, that he just left it there. I got him. So yeah, those are those are two quickly off the top of the head teams that I would like. Uh, pop culture, Ricky's. That's just what we are. Yeah, we're, amen. We're, a, amen. Is, a comics, man. Yeah, comics, video games. It's just it's just down our lane. And we like Marvel and DC. Yes, we will. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, what is your favorite Marvel movie so far? Oh, oh man. I was the, I like the the first Avengers a lot. Man, we just saw Ant Man. Ant Man was awesome. Right. I'm not putting it up there though. Uh, Age of Ultron was really good too. You know what, man? It's funny. I'm like the biggest Marvel fan, 
And the least likely characters that I was informed on growing up right. were the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. But that was the best movie. It was absolutely was, a fun... Was... Like they said it. I remember saying on the commercial, it's going to be the funnest time you had at the movie theater. Right. My galore, that movie was hilarious. It was so new. It was so innovative. It was just... I can't wait for part two, man. Yeah, I'm it, such a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. Weird. It was weird because we actually sat there and it was like, people who didn't know about Guardians to come into this movie. I, you know, I'm fresh. like a big yeah. Marvel fan and yeah. I didn't know much. And it was just like, wow, this is really freaking awesome. Yeah, it was fresh. It was, it and was Chris fresh Pratt time. knocked it out the park. Zoe Saldana just killed it. It was just really fun. It was a really, really good movie. It, it, it's like, you know, with me, you don't got to do much to impress me movie-wise. Right. Just go along with, you know, what you are. And they did a great job. It was hilarious, bro. Hilarious. And by the way, if you guys didn't see Ant-Man, Ant-Man's really good. Go check that out, man. Yeah, man, was a good that, that that right there is one of those sleepers that people don't didn't believe in the character. Yeah, I know. And it was. It was very, good. very, very good, very good. So you can throw you can throw one back. You know what? Let me let me throw let me go back to that um the pop culture. The, what do you think about this whole Drake Meek Mill thing? How do you feel about like you know the whole rap battle thing going? Like it's like a thing now. To be honest, I'm, you know, we saw it, it wasn't that bad it though. If you heard it, Drake did a. I was shocked. Needs to do more. I know. I had a friend of mine tell me that they're happy that Drake is actually doing. Yeah, this, I remember. You know? you know, last one that we saw that really was like interesting is when Kendrick Kendrick Lamar lit the fire out of people's asses when, when he, he went at everybody. Yeah, few summers I mean, ago. like you know, hip hop means that again. It's funny. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That wasn't even that big of a thing. You know. Yeah. The one thing that I was thinking of like the last like beef was like Jay and Nas. You know? Yeah, you know, even and, and you know, even the stuff that M does when he just throws shade on everybody, <laughs> shit on But it, this day and age hip hop, it needs it needs that because it needs somebody mm-hmm. you know to turn around and say, listen, there's other there's other stuff out there rather than this poppy stuff that you're hearing right. on on every station. When hip hop wasn't even on even on pop stations, right. now it's on every freaking pop station. You can yeah, it's not really like hip hop. So I, I think it's know? healthy. I, I I really do. And you know, shout out to Drake and Meek Mills for that. You know. I can't wait for um for Meek to have Nikki on the hook. Yeah, that that, that that's gonna be that's gonna be a weird awkward. Pretty cool though, I'm not gonna lie. Lastly, this is gonna be the random and uh oh, this is my age favorite of time. fuckery. I'm gonna this one I'll go. Uh for all you ladies out there, we're gonna find out for you what our our resident young stud, the beard, enjoys. Speaking of the beard, do you like them shaved? Unshaved. You're talking about my beard or a woman's beard? A woman's beard. Yo! I'm not talking Holy about... Holy moly. I know what beard you're talking about. Exactly. I know exactly what beard you're talking about. Yo. So you're asking me if I like a rug or if I like a boardwalk it, or I like yeah, a clean it's pavement. Is it shaved, you know what? unshaved, or neatly trimmed? I, I, you know, a pinstripe isn't that bad. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, you know, it's it's not that bad. I, I, I've 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 come across mostly clean pavements for the most part. What? Uh, you know, I've never been across any 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 pavement that looked like like Craig Biggio's helmet, though. You know, nothing like that. You know, but like so awesome. Make sure it doesn't have like nesty crunch bumps down there. You know, you know, you know, it's gonna be dope. You know, you know, you know, she's like, you know, it's real when she has like she has your initials down there. That'll be really epic. Well, I have a lot of curves in my initials, so 
That'll be J Santi. <laughs> it's very artistic. You could do like a nice little logo with the J and the S. Like very, have, have it do like in calligraphy. Like, you know, be oh, son, <laughs> like, if, you know what though? I'm not, I'm that crazy type of you know dude that'd be like you know what? That you would no, no, no. That I'd be like, wait a minute, you shaved that yourself? Why it look like single blade? You know who did that for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, what barber got the corners what, for what you or that? There's not a mirror in the world that could have covered those corners. <laughs> Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? You would have, I would have saw a cut or something. You better have a homegirl that's nice with it. Oh my God, man. So now you can throw one last. How can I top that? Fuckery. My good Lord, that is awesome. Oh man, Jay. Jerry, I can't top that one. Yeah, you see? And you were talking about you're good at these. No, I. All right, so you know what you do? You save it for another day. Oh man. Women's (laughs) rugs. We could could close on that note. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. That is awesome, son. Oh, uh, man, I want to thank you guys, man, for coming out to regular season. First episode. I think I'm going to title this Rugs. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about Rugs now, man. <laughs> the title of this, this episode would be Rugs. Once again, big shout out to Rageworks, big brother for giving us the time and the airspace. Good looking out, Rich. Uh, make sure you listen to our, our, our cousins, our other shows, the very shows, My Take Radio, which is the mothership. Uh, yeah, black, black is new black. I mean, guys, the lineup is crazy for Rageworks. Be sure to listen to us. Once again, we're going to plug, plug, plug. Soon, so, so, social media is going to get hit up. Twitter, we're coming for you. IG, coming for you. Snapchat, coming for you. Facebook, we're coming for you. Rugs are us, we coming for you. Hashtag rugs. So be on the lookout for our, for our social media pages. Yo, she has that RG3 down there. You better put on the bench. If it's braided, not it has sideburns. Lord, man. Oh, man. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, 70s retro cyber. Uh, I, oh, God. Alright, guys. One love. See y'all for the next show. Get it poppin'. It's Jay Santi and The Keith from the regular season. Ladies. If you don't me for Western Rust, I know you'll get to the Me nah, sex, me rough like the wicked youth in me. That other half, that be bugging off the truth. You see, original criminal running time. Crime pays, that's what I practice. So act if you won't get blasted by my nine shot. Come around my block, find a nice spot in the pine box. Murderer, soundboy killer. Frontally filler, we about to get iller. Soundboy. Got enough reason to worry. Coming with my troops, we about to bury. Better pack your dubs and move in a hurry. He's off, sin. Looking at my picture, it's about that time. To load up the line and do my daily crime. Warriors, conquerors, the man before ya. Mr. Ripper, aka the enemy killer. My man with the my man indeed, and all your sucky ducky is catch knots with speed. Some very alone with nothing done faithful. The same boat camel with garrants that no young getting done with single. Some very alone with nothing done faithful. The same black cards, Captain Jarrus that no young getting done. Some very alone with nothing done faithful. 
If you don't tell Smith for West Rasta, no, you don't get nothing. Lights boy, I want to get dead tonight. Duke has a retreat, the two five from my Tim Boots. Target pond side, trick up on cock. Adjust your pupils to see your dead boy walk. Nothing for going die this year. Here comes the boot camp, slide it to the rear. Stuff ain't coming like a hurricane, licking shots. More untouchable than with the chicken pots. Dreads and froze out to get the doughs like Bisquick. From now until Louisville still packs the biscuit. 99. Smith and Wesson, OGC. It's the beast from the east and gun clapper number three. We bring the realness, feel this. Boom is black moon, reveal this. We come to let you know what the deal is. Straight up, we serve justice. So if you can't be trusted, may you return where the dust is. Yeah, there's many songs that going around and going on and going like a clown, but I'm telling you, clean up your work and come to the livestock, cause you are dead stuck from morning and now it's evening, time for things to you. know, sound boy dead, appeared up like off the mat, for real. Smith always alongside Black Arts, Kevin, Jim, bride and Joe, for real. Let me look and say, Lord of mercy, hey, 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 hey. Tell them if come, if I trouble them, move on. Boy, we are go lick them with the fitness and charm. Tell them if come, if I trouble them, man. Take a look, go take a look, in at the gameplay rig smoke. Tell them if come, if I trouble them, move on. Boy, we are go lick them with the fitness and charm. Tell them if come, if I trouble them, man. Take a look, go take a look, in at the scavenger lyric book. Cause every page full of style and full of fashion. We don't believe in pirate material, my lyrics don't rush and they will not